today on the Italian radio show, The History of Meatballs, plus a preview of the San Gennaro Festival with Jerry Maschio with music and wacky news from Italy. All of this and more coming right up on West Coast Italian Radio. Hello, folks, and welcome to West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian radio show right here live today on 1150 AM KKNW if you're listening to us in the greater Puget Sound area. Or if you're listening to us online, you can hear us 24-7. We can stream today's show. Or you can hear us 24-7 both today and past broadcasts as well at WCIR.biz. That's West Coast Italian Radio acronym, WCIR.biz. Just go there, click the little link, and you can hear today's show or the past episodes we have. My name is Tony LaStella. I'm your host. And you know, my dear... Sweet co-host, the lovely Marcia Caputo. It's her anniversary today, so she and her husband Jeff are away on some special place at some tropical destination. She just sent me the pictures. I knew they flew away. That her, her husband surprised her. How, how great is that? I mean, this what a great guy. He surprises her. He just says, "Pack your stuff," and then they go. And yeah, she she sent me the pictures. Her feet up. There's. Water, there's a beach, it looks pretty cool, okay? So, anyway, we wish, we wish them a very, very happy anniversary. I know how many years, it's like 23, 24 years, something like that. So, um, we're very, very pleased for them, and we will look forward to hearing from her next week. Uh, and so, my co-host sitting in with me today is none other than the one and only... The guy kicked out of the mob from the East Coast, so he's <laughs> asked to live here on the West Coast with us. The one and only John Abate. Say hello, John. Uh, hi, everybody. And by the way, don't listen, uh, folks out there. Don't listen to him. It, it, it's all it's all a bum rumor. Exactly, exactly. What we tell you, okay? So we are uh, going live today. If you would like to talk to us uh, and add anything to our program, please feel free to call us at four two five three seven three five five two seven. That's four two five three seven three five five two seven. Uh, and we are going to get right into it right now. Pizzo di Italia in the Northwest, uh, Italian news. Folks, they say some of the news, you know, some of the stuff that is fact is wackier than fiction. Okay, so and that has never been a true statement if you're talking about news from Italy. I swear to God, all these are authentic Italian news stories. Start right in here, John. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. This comes to us from UPI, United Press International, August 20th, okay, 2019, just a few days ago, right? Okay, get this. A diaper is tossed out the window on the Autobahn near Napoli, and it hits a police car. This could only happen in Napoli. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, the, you throw a diaper out the window, you're going to hit Accidents will happen. Mistakes will happen. Like, what do you expect? Hit a police car behind you, right? So it says here, the police in Napoli said a driver was fined. When a dirty diaper tossed out a window, <laughs> this is funny stuff, right? By a bad street passenger struck a police car. I mean, first of all, you throw a dirty diaper out the window, and then you're not smart enough to see if there's a police car behind you? Come on, are you kidding oh, me? What, what else are you going to do with a dirty diaper? You know what I mean? I don't know. You're going to hit a police car with it, right? The police car was traveling on the Autobahn near Napoli. A soiled diaper flew out. They, they, we cleaned that up. A soiled diaper cleaned out, uh, flew out from the back seat window of a car in front of them, 
bounced off the police car windshield. <laughs> Listen, I did a good job cleaning the windshield. <laughs> yeah, what do you expect? What I say you know what I mean? Okay. Uh, they, we were headed home after work, the policeman said, told the reporters. <clears throat> we were tired and not expecting it. It hit my car, bounced a couple of times. It's not something we could really let fly. <laughs> this is his <laughs> quote. What can I tell you? I can't make this stuff up, right? Uh, the driver was fine. The police car was not damaged. So we're pleased to say that. Uh, you know, you know, at least, you know, that's like a blessing in disguise. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. You, like, you don't have to repair the car. What can I tell you? This stuff is, oh, you only hear about this if you were in Italy. Okay. All right. Let's move on to the next thing here. Okay. A Milan chef, chef from Milan who cooked 75 hours straight to break the Guinness Book of World Records. This is from The Guardian which is like a European-Italian kind of newspaper, August 20th, 2019. Yeah, Milan chef broke the Guinness World Record when she prepared meals for 75 consecutive hours, completing 400 individual recipes, okay? it's a lot of cooking. No, okay? I guess so. The chef was Maria Di Pietro, 36 years old. She finished cooking Sunday at the Ratana restaurant in Milan, Marking seventy-five hours of non-stop cooking. What do you expect from Maria? What do you expect from Maria? Di Pietro's kitchen marathon beat the previous the previous record. Mm -hmm. This was sixty-eight hours, thirty minutes of non-stop cooking, set by some guy named Ricky Lumpkin of California. So sorry, Ricky Lumpkin. You know the Italians now have the record. Okay, the chef completed four (laughs) hundred unique recipes. Uh, 400 unique recipes. Think about that. Unbelievable. You 75, 400 unbelievable. Rec- that's still, for 75 hours, you got to miss a lot of recipes, right? Okay. I guess so. I mean, with 75 hours, we're talking a little bit over, like, you know, maybe three days, you know? That's 400 recipes, a lot of recipes. That's like you're cooking 150 recipes a day or something Tony, like that. you have okay? to understand something. The people in northern Italy, they you know, they, they do different things up there. Exactly, you know what I mean? Okay. So, anyway, her, her uh, this this included her recipes, both local and and international cuisine. Uh. The the dishes included 10 different types of pizza, okay, and her signature dish, saltimbocca. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I haven't had saltimbocca for a long I love saltimbocca. I think I haven't had that for, like, close to 20 years. You know? Well, we're going to have to go. We have we to, we have, we're to find well, a place we'll, that does we'll, we'll take our significant exactly. others over there and really there impress go. them. You exactly. know what I mean? So for every 12 hours, I had a break of 30 minutes for rest. I thank God for reaching this far, Di, Di Pietro says. I'm going to rest for a very long time, and uh, there she goes. So That's the Italians it. now hold the world record for uh, the longest, you know, cooking of anything, or the longest cooking in general, um, you know, for the in the Guinness Book <clears throat> of World Records. Hey, look, I, I don't want I don't want to make an issue or anything. Uh, you know, I want to make a suggestion. Sometime we ought to be talking about when we're talking about food. We ought to be talking about the wonderful. Uh, fish dishes that come out of Sicily, because you know we're both of Sicilian descent. Yeah, absolutely, you know what I, mean? I agree. We got to be you. doing something like that. But you know, right now we're going to talk. Since you know, today we our our special guest is Jerry Mascio. We're going to be talking with him at four thirty about the San Gennaro Festival. And Jerry's a great guy. Uh-huh. Been a friend of mine for a number of years, and they put on a wonderful, wonderful festival. One of his yeah. headliners this year, John, is Robbie Santini. Robbie's you okay. know this Italian guy he does some. Very unique music. He's kind of like has evolved over the years to become the Italian cowboy. Ah, He does some of these songs that are, you know, Mm. um, just different. 
is the best way I can describe it. It does a very, very entertaining show, okay? Um, so let's hear a little bit now just to set us up for uh, the interview that we're going to have with Jerry here shortly. A little bit of the San Gennaro music of the return of, uh, of Robbie Santini, who's going to be at the San Gennaro Festival, um, which takes place, of course, the first weekend of September. The, uh, what is it, 6th, 7th, and 8th, I think, this year. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And Robbie is one of the headliners. Here you go, the Robbie Santini Mix. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. The owner of a local liquor store told me to forget the flavors, so I make only vodka-flavored vodka, smooth and gluten-free. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, David, where are you off to? I'm on my way to Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. Wow. She's the hairdresser of the stars. They all love her. Really? She's fantastic. A full-service spa and salon with all the amenities from cuts and award-winning color to nails, lashes, Botox, even Reiki. So why do you go there? Uh, she's going to make me look like Elvis. Mickey's Hair Salon on Rustin Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast is Cernio Sausage. Visit Cernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. PFI's service area includes the greater Puget Sound region and Portland, Oregon. Situated in North Kent, PFI has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to Tito'sVodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Ready to shake things up? Try Alternative Talk 1150. All right, folks, we are back here. Uh, great time. Uh, Robbie Santini is quite a uh, an, an amazing artist. You can check him out on YouTube, and he's going to be one of the headliners this year at the San Gennaro Festival, which we're going to tell you a lot more about uh, coming up here at 4.30 today. Uh, when we get Jerry Marshall on the line. But meanwhile, let's talk about meatballs, okay? Mm. This food segment is brought to you by Tito's Vodka, 
great, great sponsors. We love Tito's. They've, they're so good to our veterans. You know, they uh, donated just a whole bunch of stuff for us at the Freedom Fair that enable us to raise a lot of money for our veteran uh, charities down there. And I think they're going to be joining us at Festi Italiana soon. Um, hopefully we'll get Joey DeMarco, a good Italian boy who uh, runs their marketing here in the Northwest. Hopefully we'll get him into the studio sometime in the next uh, month and talking more about Tito's. Okay? But, so they bring us our cooking and our um, our cooking, our food segment here, food and beverage. Uh, let's talk about today's thing, which is meatballs. Okay, So now, okay, John and Eric, I'm going to give both of you, this is, these are some Meatballs I got specially made for us last night from Montalcino Ristorante Italiano, one of the best Italian restaurants in the country. They've won the award for several years in the row as one of the top 100 restaurants in the United States of America. Okay, And uh, when you taste their food, you will understand why. Make sure, folks, if you want to get in there, they're in Issaquah, Washington. If you want to get in... For a reservation, just make sure you make the reservation early because uh, they, they fill up very, very quickly. I mean, I, I have people call me, like, in, literally, I'm driving to the restaurant. They call me, hey, can we get it tonight? We know you're going to be down there singing. And they say, if you can part the Red Sea like Moses, you can get in. But other than that, I don't think so, okay? So call me in advance. But so now we're going to talk about meatballs since we are, my my two uh, associates here are tasting the Montalcino's meatballs as we talk. So, meatballs were originally called polpettes, okay? And um, interestingly, today they are primarily eaten with spaghetti, okay? They're usually made from meat, um, usually beef, but sometimes they can be made from anything from turkey to fish. Um, And generally speaking, they're about the size of golf balls. Sometimes they're a little bigger, sometimes a little smaller, the origin of spaghetti and meatballs goes back to the Italian immigrants. Interestingly, spaghetti and meatballs is not a traditional Italian dish. It's an Italian-American dish. As Marja would be saying if she was here today. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she tells us that every time. Exactly. <laughs> and then, you know, they started here in this country somewhere between 1880 and 1920, okay? So basically, again, the history of meatballs, you're talking about, you know, the small... Ground meat that's put into a small ball, uh, and they put other ingredients, you know, breadcrumbs, onions, eggs, butter, seasoning, and so forth. You can make meatballs by frying them, by baking them, by steaming them, braising them in sauce. I remember my, my grandmother and my mother always, you know, would fry their meatballs, and then they would put them in the sauce, let them cook actually in the sauce, you know, for a while. Then you take them out of the sauce at the end before you serve them, Right. So, um, you know, the term is really extended quite broadly to various types of things, even like fish bowls can be considered meatballs. But let's go back to the origin of meatballs. So as much as, you know, we would like to say it's an Italian thing, eh, you know, I don't know for sure if it actually came from Italy, okay? Although God knows that the Italians probably perfected it, okay? So the first Really, the first uh, meatballs that we have any history recorded in the world is from China, okay? They're called the Four Joy Meatballs, okay? It was derived from the Shandong cuisine, which originated, of course, in Shandong. And the history goes back to the Qin Dynasty, 
which was like 221 years before Christ, 221 B.C., okay? Yeah, Marco Polo was the one that brought back uh, yeah, pasta. Exactly. And the pasta and the meatballs. Pasta and the meatballs to Italy, yeah, right, okay? Right. However, I will say that in the ancient Roman cookbook, which precedes Mark, uh, Marco Polo, Polo by several yeah. centuries, yeah. okay, the ancient Roman cookbook had a thing called Apicius, which included many types of different meatball recipes, okay? Right. So there are also other early recipes and meatballs from the Arabic cookbooks that feature, you know, lamb and uh, various different uh, orange-sized meatballs with egg yolks, saffron, so forth. Um, and then, uh, you know, there's uh, things like turkey has meatballs that have been going back for centuries, Um there's a thing called pomme de orange, which uh, some type of a French meatball that is a gilded meatball dish from the Middle Ages. Yeah. So that probably goes back like yeah. to the like you know the 11th century or yeah. something, right? And of course today, just about every country in the world, okay, you have various types of meatballs you can find from Europe to Asia, from Iberia to Sweden to India. Meatballs are everywhere. Like I say, you know, there's wonderful meatballs with a lot of the, you get Swedish meatballs, you get Chinese meatballs. But we're now today we're going to talk about Italian meatballs, right? So what do you guys think about the meatballs we got today we're serving you from Montalcino's? Well, you have to, uh, Tony, you have to distinguish uh, meatballs from Italy, meatballs from Sicily. Right. And I can tell you right now, eating this, I'd have to say delicioso alla casalinga. You know, I'm yeah, sure that's exactly, uh, exactly. uh, real home cooking. You know what I mean? Fantastic and, meatballs. You that's know? right. As well, you mentioned about Montachinos. Not only that, but I've been up there a few times. For me, that has to be about the fi- best five-star Italian restaurant I've ever been to in this country. I put, And I even told uh, the, uh, the previous owner that when I was in Italy a few times, I would say that they would go up against any top five-star Italian restaurant even in Italy. What do you think about that? These are beautiful. I think, I think they're delicious. just perfect meatballs. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they they're just perfect. They not too spicy, not too no. bland. They're just right just where they right. need to be in the middle, you know. Yep. I got to tell you, since Rick Reagan bought Montalcino's, Rick is such a great yeah. five-star you know, chef, yep. the meatballs have become perfect there, okay? We used to do meatball contests. You remember that back in there in my house? We had the meatball contest. Oh, yeah. We'd we do did. the big party every year. We'd have everybody bring their meatballs, yep. right? We do a blind taste testing with judges that were not related to us, and uh, these could win this contest. These I are know, such no great No question meatballs. about it. In fact, I, I hope to be able to sample them when we have our barbecue next week. You All right, I mean? we'll, we'll talk about that. Okay. So now, folks, since we, you know, we're talking about meatballs here, let's talk about um, some Italian-American phrases that have to do with meatballs, okay? So what we've done is we've gone to the Urban Dictionary, the Italian-American Urban Dictionary, okay? And we want to give you the definition of a meatball, depending on, you know, where you grew up in America, what Italian-American you grew up in, the definition's going to be a little bit different. So we picked our top three definitions here, okay? So here we go. So the number one was a fat Narcissist, especially one prone to deception and theft. Let's use that in a sec in a sentence. Jordan, overweight, he grew man boobs. He went broke, then doctored bills to steal money from his own housemates. God, what a meatball! <laughs> yeah, you remember that? We used to use that. We well, guys, they were a meatball, you know, in yep. New York. Absolutely. That? Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. 
Definition number two, okay? This comes to us from our Italian <clears throat> friends in New Jersey. A girl who is well-endowed, has a big butt, however, she's short as hell, okay? And she's from New Jersey, okay? Mm-hmm. So let's use this in a sense. Mm-hmm. Mamma mia, that girl looks like a meatball. Nah. I remember dating a few girls like that when I was young, right. you know? Story like of that. my life. Exactly, okay? And our third definition that comes to us from the Italian-American dictionary of uh, the phrase meatball, it's usually applied to a person's who have evidence that they lack common sense. There are, can also be referred to as a goof, a dimwit, or a nimrod, okay? Yeah. Used in a sentence, Mamma Mia Mickey was trying to impress some girls. He fell out of a tree, landed on his head. What a meatball! Mm. There you go, you know. This In my old neighborhood, they say this guy, hey, he screwed around just like a stupid meatball. You know what I mean? Exactly. What are you going to do, okay? That's right. All right, so i tell you what we're going to do now, folks. We're going to kind of skip ahead here. I'm going to throw a curve <clears> at my, uh, my friend Eric here because we're going to talk about Ray Massa and the Euro Rhythms, okay? Ray Massa, I, I would say, you, you know, I mean, now, Tony and the Goombas, my band is a great band, but, I mean, yeah. Ray Massa, he's like a god to us. See, these guys are probably the best Italian-American band in the country we do, uh, you know, a lot of their um, <clears throat> arrangements of songs and stuff. And, uh, yeah. you know, we were very, very honored that a few years ago we got to perform with them. And, you know, um, Ray comes out here usually around once a year to perform at the San Gennaro Festival. Folks, if you have not heard Ray Massa, do yourself a favor. Go to the San Gennaro Festival yeah. and hear Ray Massa because this guy is probably the number one Italian band in the United States today. has a great band of guys. Let's just listen to the Ray Massa mix here, and you'll see what I mean. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store. Near you. Hi, I'm Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. When I got into this business, I used to make flavored vodka infusions for my friends as gifts. When I started to make a go of it, the owner of a local liquor store showed me the dust on some flavored vodka bottles that sat on the shelves. He said, if you can make a straight vodka so smooth that you could drink it just by itself, then you'd really have something. So I did. And now all these years later, we still only make one flavor, vodka flavored vodka. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Vodka.com. Yo, David, you look 10 years younger. What happened? Yeah, I just came from Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. She specializes in hair growth. Wow. Yeah, she does this laser treatment stuff that makes your hair grow like crazy, based on the same stuff the astronauts use to grow plants in the space station. Mickey's Hair Salon. Yes, on Rustin Way in Tacoma. 
call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. That's MickeySpotAndSalon.com for amazing hair growth. Find our app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store and take us with you wherever you go. Alternative Talk, AM 1150. All right, folks, we are back here at West Coast Italian Radio, and you know uh, our Artist of the Week is brought to you by Mickey Salon Spa down on the Tacoma waterfront. Mickey does a great job. Hey, if she can make me look good, she can make anybody look good. you got to go down and see her. As a full salon, has wonderful, wonderful products. Her products are amazing, in fact. I tell you, she has this, like, mint conditioner she puts on your hair. It makes you feel like you're getting a whole head massage, you know. <laughs> so she brings us our Artist of the Week, and uh, we, we, we love Mickey, and they're very, very happy that she's with us. <clears throat> and now, John, are you ready? We're, this is one of my favorite times of year. We're getting into September, which is really Italian yep. month, month here right. in, <clears throat> you know, in, in, in the Northwest. Yep. And the very best thing to kick it off, we've been hearing all this music, you know, Robbie Santini, Ray Massa, it all starts with the San Gennaro Festival, the first Absolutely. weekend of September. <clears throat> Absolutely. This year it's going to be the uh, 6th, 7th, and 8th of September down in Georgetown. So let's talk with the guy who made this all happen. I mean, this is like when you and I grew up back in the East Coast, this is like the neighborhood festivals. Yeah, you walk exactly down the right. street, yeah. people bring all the stuff down, and you know. Absolutely. And the Jerry has brought this to sale. He's made this just an amazing event. Jerry Masho, are you there? I'm here, Tony. Hey, buddy, we're so glad to have you with us. So uh, <clears throat> we are so excited about, you know, the San Gennaro Festival coming up this, uh, this you know, we're about two weeks away, you know. It's right around the corner. Yeah, yep. yeah. The 6th, 7th, and 8th of September. And, uh, you know, there's food and Italian oh, vendors. You and You know, we've always tried to get uh, nothing but the best of everything. And I'll tell you, we got a pretty good lineup of food this year. You do uh, have As a well as uh, music, uh, the, the, the performances of... Uh, uh, Robbie Santini and uh, Ray Massa and uh, and uh, Graziana Lazzaro. Wow, that yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your entertainment. Well, uh, besides uh, those three, we also have Brian DeGiulio, who's my cousin. Yeah, and Brian is wonderful. Uh, he plays a little rock and roll. It's not particularly Italian, but he's Italian, so I guess it counts. That's right. Um, and, I just uh, got done playing golf with Brian a week ago. He's a great uh, guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's going to have his hydroplane out there on display for us, uh, so that'll be kind of fun. And he's also going to be cooking up and uh, promoting his pasta. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's fantastic. Well, that's great. And then I know you got food up in that. Speaking of meatballs, you still got uh, Uncle yeah. Polly, right? Uncle Polly's homemade meatballs. And uh, you want me to tell you the the, the lineup of food? If you Absolutely. Let's talk about that. Sure. Okay. Well, we start out, of course, with Tutabella. They've got their transporto uh, food truck. That, and, that's uh, the pizza doing, wagon, right? Yeah, the pizza wagon doing the wood-fired pizza. That uh, is amazing got, pizza, yeah. by the way. You yeah. know, I mean that oh, course, you can yeah. see your own pizza beam. It takes about three and a half minutes. You watch yeah. it; it's unbelievable. Yeah, the you know? real Napolitana pizza, absolutely. Yeah. Then you got the Kyoto <clears throat> family with the cannoli and the sfogliatelle, and they make uh, real cannolis, baby. Yeah. You know. Yep. You got Sons of Italy with the sausage uh, sandwich uh, with the Sereno sausage. Um, and you got uh, Copali's, of course, with the uh, meatball sandwich, and he's doing Zeppeli this year. Oh, wow. That's yeah, fantastic. That's one thing we've never had, so that'll be fun. Uh, Seattle Espresso, uh, name says it all. And uh, for Gelato this year, we've got a new one. We've got Nutty Squirrel. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. I they have none. The, Nutty the Squirrel. The coolest little gelato cart you've ever seen, and uh, they're going to be just 
I think they're going to be great there. That's uh, really fantastic. Yeah. Then you got uh, Doug Kieke with uh, a Link Above the Rest, he calls it. Uh, oh, I love it's, Doug. Yeah, it's a sausage that he dips in polenta batter and deep fries it. So it's wow. a kind of style corn dog. That's kind of cool, isn't it? Yeah. No, Never heard wonderful. of that anywhere. They're, they're really good. Yeah. They're really good, yeah. And then he's also going to be cooking up some of our polenta, <laughs> both uh, deep fried and, and with sauce. So that'll be nice. And uh, then you got Otto Porco with uh, used to be with Napoli Pizza there, and he's going to be doing our pasta. That's great. Uh, Magianos and bring in uh, their their wonderful deep fried zucchini. Oh wow! Uh, they're arancini. They're also serving gnocchi. So you could have like a whole day just like going from booth to booth. I, and I'm eating. telling you, you I got you know, to, yeah, you know. You need to try them all. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah. I agree with you. That's yeah. fantastic. Then you got uh, Due Cucina doing the porchetta, lasagna, eggplant parmigiana. Panna cotta, tiramisu, mamma mia. Oh, geez, that's yeah. great. I mean, that's the real deal, okay? Yeah, yeah uh, lots of great food, lots yeah, of great food. Yeah, I'd like to mention, uh, um, I don't know if I talked, this is, I'm John Abate, and uh, I was there two years ago. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know if I talked with you or one of the vendors, but they were talking about the San Gennaro Festival in New York, uh-huh. where it originated, and they say that was huge. And either you or someone else said uh, within a few years, they would expect to be able to repl- replicate it the way it was in New York and so forth. Was I talking to you about well, that? Boy, I'll tell you, that's more ambition than I think I would have displayed. I don't <laughs> Mamma mia. Yeah. I can't even imagine what yeah. neighborhood in Seattle you would close down <laughs> yeah, exactly. for, for exactly. two weeks yeah. to do what they do in New York. York yeah. But I tell oh, you what, Jerry, you do a hell of a job. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, wouldn't that be something? My I wife don't, and I, don't I know love where you that. would do it, but it would be something. You know, we would be there with our booth, but I got gigs booked, everything. But we're going to come down there on Saturday for a few hours before Good. I leave town. And we, we love San Gennaro. We always have such a great time. And, of course, you got the beer garden. You got the music. Now, your music starts, if I understand this right, you start on Friday night. You got a yes. big dance, right? Yes. Yep. Friday night, we're going to have uh, all three bands playing. Of course, uh, let's see here. Uh, Graziano Lazzaro is going to start things off. And then uh, uh, Robbie Santini and... Uh, and then followed up by Ray Massa. That's so, great. Uh, it's just three wonderful, wonderful. Oh acts. yeah. And then uh, you have entertainment yeah. all day, Saturday and Sunday. All day. Another yep. big uh, dance Saturday night, right? Yep, yep, yep. And I wanted to explain something about Robbie Santini. You know, last uh, two years ago when we brought him in, his entire act really is all about uh, himself singing to a, uh, a band of six uh, musicians. And he's usually surrounded by six dancers. Right, right. Well, we couldn't bring in 12, 13 people, so we had him singing to uh, recorded music and just had four of his dancers. And it was a, you know, it was a pretty good, entertaining show, and it was wonderful. But uh, this year we're bringing in the band. All so, right. Well, that yeah. should be fantastic. So we're going to have the whole live band. We won't have dancers this year, but we'll have the live band. So I think it's going to be a little different show. And um, as always, very entertaining. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I also wanted to bring, uh, go back yeah. and talk about the food. <clears throat> uh, one of the things that uh, Tony brought me over to a booth, and uh, I can't remember exactly what the item was, but the woman was originally from Sicily. And, and the item, she says that that's the way they made it in Sicily. Do you remember that, that booth that we went yeah, to? Yeah, it was Kyoto, I think. Was what was that? No, you know, yeah, could yeah. that have been um, Elisabetta? Oh, you know, that might have been Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah. Dolce C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dolce C. Yeah, that's the booth. Yeah. Well, what, what, was, the, what was the item? I forget oh, the I food. It the ball, the, the meatball, Jerry, uh, with the no, rice. No, was it, a, was it a sweet or salty? 
Uh, uh, I think it was on the salty side, if salty I remember. Side. What the heck was she doing? That you was know, the, I can't remember. I'll the, probably remember right after we. Uh, she had those those right those Sicilian rice balls. Yeah, they're, they're the rice. And there was something yeah, else. The yeah, yeah. That's, right. Right. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah. Oh, they were delicious. Oh, they were, she yep, was yes. saying that's how they make them in Sicily. I remember yes, she I actually selling went to out. Sicily. I went to Sicily and saw the way they make them. I even visited a, oh, that a right? company that builds a machine to make yeah. those. Yeah. And it's pretty fascinating. Yeah. What what whereabouts in Sicily did you go to? I don't remember the name of the town now, but it wasn't far from Catania. Oh, okay. That 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 would be on the. On the um, um, on the same side that Messina and uh-huh. the Toromina is located. Yeah, because yeah, the Abates yeah. came from the Toromina area, you know. Yeah, you so. know, yeah, we we were so looking forward to going to Sicily and hear all about this wonderful yeah. weather, the wonderful yeah. beaches and all. And we got there, and it was a torrential downpour, hail. Oh man! Uh, <laughs> oh jeez! <that laughs> rivers sucks, of water <laughs> down the streets. Oh, mamma mia! Well, you know, in addition, yeah. you know, Jerry, to. Uh, the fact that it's just it's a lot of fun. You got great food. You got great entertainment. You got great Italian booths up and down with just about any Italian product that you can get. The yep. thing that really hits my heart, as you know, an Italian American, is the fact that everything you do is for charity. And I mean, you know, San yes, Gennaro Foods, Isn't which that is stupid. Yeah, San Gennaro <laughs> Foods, which is your wonderful food company that you built up. I know your kids run it now. You're kind of like me, retired. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, spend so much in putting this together, and everything you make goes to charity. And I, yes. you know, because I mean, the whole thing about San Gennaro is the miracle of the blood. So first yep. of all, you got the blood bank there. We got the blood bank. That's yeah. right. Saturday, yeah. uh, anybody that wants to donate blood can certainly do so. They can go online to the blood bank uh, site and look uh, look up the event and be able to register to do so. And I'm sure they'll take walk up uh, customers as well. And then uh, you've done yeah. so many. Ch- I mean, you give an average of. I'm I'm just looking here at your your financials. Sure. You guys give an average of about fifteen thousand dollars a year that, is that about you the make average, yeah. from yeah. this festival. You've given yeah. it to like you know many many wonderful groups like Treehouse, Camp Good Times, and other yes. other things. And Friendship that is just, Adventures, yeah. uh, Bus One, Cathedral Kitchen, you name it. There's a People who really needed it, you know. I mean, these are little organizations that really needed. So, so this is yeah. really a work of love for you, yeah. for your staff, for your volunteers, for everybody in there. And, and yep. you know, it says so much about you and your organization That's what and makes the it people. Work. Yep. yep, absolutely. All these volunteers absolutely. makes it work. Uh, otherwise, uh, well, it wouldn't work. <laughs> uh, I wanted to just mention also, you know, we have the procession on Saturday morning, and that's. Uh, uh, worth uh, noting, we're we're going to start that. I believe at eleven o'clock, eleven or eleven fifteen on Saturday morning, and you know we uh, we uh, march down the street with the statue. That's right. We'll have, that's uh, right. The uh, the choir singing, and uh, then of course at the end of the street we'll uh, be at the stage there, and Father Mignano will give his blessing, and uh, and then we kick off the festival. And you know that's a really really great thing that you mentioned that because I mean we got to remember that you know the, the the basis of a lot of this stuff with our 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 ethnic background comes from religion comes from the yes. church comes from our belief in God and you know the fact that if people really want to experience a true Italian American festival I mean, just like you said, John Lee said earlier, like in New York, that's how they do it in New York. They carry oh, yeah. the statue down, mm-hmm. and you really yep. get that feeling like what it's really about, you know? Yeah, there's no question about it. Yeah. All right, you folks, that, so let's... You see that all over Italy as well, the carrying of statues yeah. at Absolutely. various times, especially at yeah. Easter time. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about this one more time here, yeah. folks, because we only have about another minute left. 
This is the San Gennaro Festival. This kicks off Italian Month in Seattle here. And if you haven't been to it, you got to go. If you've been there, go back because this is the real deal, the authentic Italian street festival. It takes place on on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, September 6th, 7th, and 8th in Georgetown. Admission is free. God knows it's very family-friendly. You're going to have great food. You're going to have great Italian wares of anything you can imagine. You're going to have activities for the kids. You're going to have cooking. You're going to have Italian music performed by some of the greatest Italian artists in the world. Got to get there, folks, this year. Jerry Mascio, we appreciate you so much what you do for the community, for the Italians. And let's all pray that it doesn't rain. God, God bless you. Hope God you. bless you, my Hope friend. Hope to see you that day, Jerry. Take care. Now. All right, Jerry. All right, we'll see, see you down there. there. Yeah. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land in Austin with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. I'd never built a still before, so I did some research and designed and built my own pot stills based on Prohibition-era bust photos I found in the library. I didn't know then that this was kind of the start of the American craft distilling movement right here in Austin, Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, David, where are you off to? I'm on my way to Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. Wow. She's the hairdresser of the stars. They all love her. Really? She's fantastic. A full-service spa and salon with all the amenities from cuts and award-winning color to nails, lashes, Botox, even Reiki. So why do you go there? Uh, she's going to make me look like Elvis. Mickey's Hair Salon on Rustin Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. Hey, Dad. Thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast is Cernio Sausage. Visit Cernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Get your daily dose of variety. Alternative Talk, 1150. All right, folks, we are back here with West Coast Italian Radio Network with the Italian Radio Show. Looking forward to that San Gennaro Festival, man. That's one of my favorite times of the year. You know, kind of is a sig- signal to me that the Italian time has arrived here in the Puget Sound area. But there's one thing, you know, that even uh, is a prelude to even the San Gennaro Festival. And that's what's coming up this coming Sunday, Labor Day weekend. Can you believe it's already Labor Day? Wow, man, time flies when you're having fun. Right. Labor Day weekend, this coming Sunday, September <clears throat> 1st, Italian Day at the races, Italy at the races down at the at the um, at the Downs. Emerald Downs racetrack in Auburn, which is always a great time. Tony and the Goombas will be down there playing all day next to the Winner's Circle, and uh, they got everything. That's kind of like a mini Italian festival to kind of kick off this whole month of uh, of Italian events here in Seattle. First race starts at two o'clock, and but the event starts about one o'clock. Get down there. They got Ferrari displays. They have a pizza eating contest. They have a mini bocce ball tournament going on all day. 
Italian cuisine, all the their food booths and all this great Italian food. They've got Italian beers and wines you can taste all day. Got some wonderful Allegro Tarantella dancers that are there going to be dancing uh, in between some of the races. Um, like I say, right down at the track level, you're going to have Italian wine tasting. It's just a blast. Got prizes are given away. I will be there with a band all day. They're playing our, our founder... Mr. David Madrid is going to be the host. He's going to be down there all day long, welcoming people and kind of, you know, keep keeping the festivities active. And my co-host, Marcia Caputo, will be down there to kind of kick it off at the beginning, welcoming everybody in Italian. So that is our, literally, that is our kickoff event for September 2019, which will open the Italian month here in Seattle, you know? You know, come to that, John, what do you think? Uh, I, I'd like to get down there and so forth. And uh, well, my, you know, you're talking about the races and everything. In fact, um, I know a lot of the guys that I used to uh, hang around with, particularly when I was 11 years old, uh, going into service. Uh, you know, the the, the cannolis and the espresso. Uh, they uh, the guys would always be looking at the uh, uh, races at uh, the you know. Uh, Trifectas at Santa Anita yeah, and exactly. Aqueduct and, yeah, maybe the, fifth, that too, and, and the fifth at Santa Anita. And one day they got into a discussion about Bolivia. And they got into an argument about the capital of Bolivia. And they came up with some, some asinine uh, location. I happened to know where it was, and they didn't. They referred to me as the professor. So when I was 11 years old, that's how I got the name the professor <laughs> of my neighborhood. You see what I mean? All right, so let's <laughs> go on with our Italian events here in Seattle. So the next great event... Um, well, we're going to tell you about all the Italian events, so I'm going to skip ahead here just a little bit. There's a wonderful, wonderful event. This Now, you know, we, we cover Italian events throughout the Northwest. That means as far north as, uh, as Vancouver, B.C., as far south as Portland and areas around there, as far to the east as Spokane, even Idaho. Here is an event east of the mountains is going on. It's kind of like a mini Italian wine festival. The Harvest Party at the Chandler Reach Vineyards, which is going to go on September 14th. That's Saturday, September 14th. Wonderful, wonderful event in Benton City. Benton City, Washington, which is over uh, east of the mountains. It's uh, over kind of around the uh, Spokane area that around there, okay? Here's what they have to say about this. An evening in Tuscany in the heart of Washington's wine country, Chandler Reach Vineyards, is kicking off Harvest 2019. <clears throat> Thrilled to invite you to join us celebrating the occasion with an Italian-style dinner, wine tasting, uh, and all other kinds of interactive Italian activities with incredible live music with Tony Lestone, the Goomba. So, folks, we hope that you can join us there. It's going to be a blast. It's very reasonably priced. Only 65 bucks a person. You'll have a great time. Hotels over there are very inexpensive if you want to, you know, go over and join us or our friends from Spokane who listen to the show there. Just come on out um, and have a wonderful, wonderful time. And that's a, a good event in the middle of September, a new event that we have this year. Now, of course, we just talked about the San Gennaro Festival, September 6th, 7th, and 8th down there in Georgetown with Jerry Machio. Going to be a wonderful, wonderful time. Hope you can join us. Michelle and I will be down there Saturday morning. So we'll say hello to any of our listeners who we meet down there at that time. John and Body, you going to come with us? Oh, absolutely. Give especially, me John and if me. I get that, if I can get that Sicilian dish exactly. again, I'm right there. We'll see if we can get maybe Marcy will come down. So we have the whole WCIR crew down there to meet there people, go. okay? There you go. 
Now, continuing on through the month of September, okay, you have September 14th, the Mass in Italian at the Mount Virgin Church there in South Seattle, okay? This is a big annual celebration, a wonderful, wonderful time. One of my favorite events is on September 20th, you got the Festa Luncheon at the Seattle Yacht Club. Just a real classy event out there. They normally have a really, really fine speaker that they bring in. I think uh, last year we had somebody, I think, from Maserati come in and talk about the cars and stuff. And But every year it's somebody wonderful like that. And uh, the food is great. The location is fantastic. They always uh, give awards for the man of the year in the sale community and volunteer the, of, the, uh, of the year and so forth. So... Wonderful, wonderful event. You got to go down there with me to this, you know? And not only that, but didn't somebody, was it you or somebody else told me that the Festa Italiana, isn't that the one that's the largest on the West Coast or one of the largest? Well, we're going to come up to that in just a second. So hold that thought, because the next thing that happens is the Biggie of Biggies at the end of September, the last weekend, the 27th, 28th, and 29th, that's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of September, we're going to do Festa Italiana. And we always have a blast doing that, okay? So um, it starts right off with the 27th, A Taste of Italy. This is like, for those of you who want to just have a night of just food and wine delicacies, this is the event of the year that you do not want to miss at Seattle Center and the center building, the armory, they call it now, the center house there. Uh, we're all set up. It's going to be like a big Italian party I think they got 30 or 40 different uh, you know, wines there that you can try and then different different ones from each one. Uh, very reasonably priced, actually. I think tickets, if I, and I don't want to say the wrong thing, but I think the tickets are only 25 bucks a person. Huh. And then, of course, they say they got, they say they have light hors d'oeuvres, light appetizers. You know what that means if we're Italian? That means you got a room that's about the size of a gymnasium filled with food. Okay, I mean, come on, it's what it means. Okay, so you have enough food to eat with your wine, right? You know, have you been down there? No, yeah, I've been there before. A few years back, we worked together. Was a couple of years ago, they had a a female singer from New from New York of Italian descent, and uh, you were telling me about it. She put on a fantastic show. Do you remember who that was? I I can't remember right off the bat, but you know who's going to be performing there this year is none other than Danny Quintero. Mr. Mr. He's yeah. like the voice of Seattle. He has yeah. this wonderful Frank Sinatra yeah. type of voice. Young guy, you know, yeah. kind of mm-hmm. carrying on the tradition for all of us old timers. And, uh, you know, we love Danny. And it, he's going to do a hell of a job. He always does every year. So, you know, you're going to be eating, drinking some of the best Italian food and wine that you can get. And then Danny's going to be singing to you. And then, you know, kind of as the evening, evening progresses, people start dancing. It's just a wonderful, wonderful time. That's when we kick off Festa Italiana, Friday the 27th, okay? So make sure, folks, you go to the Festa Italiana Seattle website and get your tickets for that event because I think they only have 200 tickets. They sell out quick. When they're sold out, they're sold out. You're not going to get in, okay? So then the next couple of days, the entire Seattle Center is in a big Italian festival, one of the biggest ones in the western United States. You know, you got all kinds of stuff happening there. You got 
you got grape stomping, you got celebrity chefs, you got a great food court, you got beer gardens with all these Italian liquors you could drink and Italian beers, you got bocce competitions the whole time, you got Italian cars down by the fountain, stuff for kids in Italian, Italian history in the photos of this whole area there. What a great time we have. One last note. A couple it was the last year or the year before. I met somebody who was a hostess there. She reminded me of somebody I know in Rochester, New York. I said she could be sisters. Oh, ah, there one? you go. All right. Well, I tell you what. So join us, folks, at the, the, the at Taste of Italy and Festa Italiana, and remember that we're going to be ha- we're going to be uh, hosting the grape stop down there. Um, so make sure that you uh, contact us on the internet if you want to time the grape stop. It's always a lot of fun. Uh, and we will be also uh, the sponsors of the Saturday night headline show, the Festa Jam and uh, Headline Dance there at the Saturday night. We always have a good time with the radio booth down there all weekend long. God bless everybody out there. Thank you for listening to us. This is the West Coast Italian Radio Network bringing you the Italian radio show. You can hear us live every Monday from 4 to 5 o'clock if you live on the in the Puget Sound area. Otherwise, on the Internet at WCIR.biz 24-7, both this week's show and any past shows. We'll be with you next week with a great brand new show. God bless. Take care.